hello, everyone. This is Wild and Free, a Battleborn podcast. My name is Jacob. I'm here with Allison Yanez. Woohoo! Hey, guys. How you doing? I, I'm doing fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, before recording today, we had, um, thanks to you, had some delicious pastries from Mothership. Uh-huh. Coffee roasters. Yes. Yes. Uh, down in the Green Valley area. As it turns out, none of you guys had ever had any pastries from there. No. I thought their coffee was the best thing about them, but now that's debatable. Yeah. No, they are insane. Let's tell the let's tell our listeners what we had. We had a cinnamon roll, a chocolate oh. twist, a strawberry tart, yes. a matcha cream pie Puff. guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Puffy. It was puffy. Like um, in between like a whoopie pie and a macaron. Kind of, and then what else was there, guys? Yeah, that chocolate. Oh, thing. and a chocolate. Danish uh, chocolate twist, and then there was a Danish in there, a berry yeah. Danish. Guys, mm-hmm. they were effing fantastic. My mother told me not to swear, so I'm not. That's E F F E N, effing. My um, mother did not. They were fucking fantastic. Oh, good, good, good. I learned that good word from mom. my mom. Hey, mom. <laughs> Shout out to Jacob's mom. And guys, I mean, the pastries are really cheap, so I'd encourage all our listeners to go and. Um, Support our local businesses, the pastries. I mean, they bake them in sugar and crack, probably. So Mm -hmm. go check them out. Yeah, they were so good. Yeah. Yeah, we were, we all in this room are a little bit uh, maybe more sugared up than normal, but I think we're on our way down. Yeah. So we're going to bring it back up. Yeah, let's bring it up. Good stuff. Let's talk about uh, fun stuff that's going on in Nevada. How about that? Uh, Love it. It's my favorite state. So let's do it. All righty. So um, one of the things that that's, uh, came up this week that I'm really excited about, and as we ourselves are a platform for you know local issues and community activism and whatnot, uh, this week it was announced that there's going to be a new like website um, that's kind of a media platform, I guess, that's dedicated to local issues. Um, mm-hmm. So N- the Nevada Independent and us will really no longer be the only ones. Do you like how I put that in there? It's just yeah, us and the Nevada Independent. John Ralston and us. Yeah, yeah. And his um, team. <laughs> but uh, um, the, the gentleman that's starting it, Hugh Jackson, actually used to, uh, I don't know if it's still around, but when I first moved here, the his blog, The Las Vegas Gleaner, mm-hmm. was my favorite political blog. Um, and I would read it religiously, and that's how I credit that to a lot of how I knew what was going on in Las Vegas um, when I first moved here. Hmm. So it's going to be an online. Uh, yeah, it sounds like thing. sounds like I mean it sounds similar in in idea to the Nevada Independent, but mm-hmm. um, you know more but less maybe newspapery. I feel like the Nevada Independent kind of views themselves as a online newspaper this seems to be more of an online media platform oh okay so we'll see what that means all right because tech words are fun yeah so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so it'll, he'll be more aligned with us in that sense uh, that we're emerging yes we're an emerging media platform exactly yes yeah. awesome. it's exciting that's great that's great that sounds really cool so what do you what do you uh what are you looking for what's going on in your world for nevada well looking forward um it's not exactly the word but something i'm following <laughs> right now um is robert langford's uh run for the district attorney's office so currently steve wolfson mm-hmm. is the district attorney um we but- have a wolf theme going on right now wolverine steve wolfson Yes. Sorry. Oh, uh, Wolverine is actually the mascot of that other university in Michigan, which I will not mention. Just putting it out Central there. Central Michigan University? I I don't know. 
Not West, Western Michigan. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Central or whatever. But anyway, Rob Lagford is running for DA. And um, I'm really, I'm actually really excited about this. Um, as our listeners know, I used to work at the Mexican consulate and I have a bit of experience in the criminal justice system here in Las Vegas um, and the state of Nevada. And just um, to let our listeners know why this is important and relevant, um, the district attorney's office uh, has the authority and discretion to dictate uh, bail terms, decide whether or not to prosecute a case, and what to charge and have the power to negotiate plea bargains. And so we should support prosecutors that are committed to reducing uh, mass incarceration, uh, ending social disparities. And so these are some of the platforms that he's um, standing behind. And he's all about um, trying to reduce uh, bail fines and fees. So currently... Um, you can take up to 72 hours uh, while in detention to see a judge to uh, learn what your bail term is going to be. And so he wants to reduce that time because, you know, in 72 hours, you could have lost your job, um, your housing situation is at risk, your family, your kids, etc. So um, it's in everybody's interest that we have a fa- fair bail system um, right. that looks out for everybody. And, um, you know, um what else i am not totally on board with his position on the death penalty i am against the death penalty um but he is of the idea that it is appropriate in the worst of the worst crimes whereas wolfson he tries to apply it um more as a bargaining tool right and for some of the worst of -of run-of-the-mill type crimes so um anyway i think this is an interesting race and um yeah, I'm going to be supporting him. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. No, it sounds it's it's great too that there's someone with that type of uh, both experience yes um as well as kind of background running. Yes. I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah, and I should mention uh he is a criminal defense attorney but he uh he also sits on the board of the ACLU. Right. So, um social justice is kind of I hope his jam. So, uh, we shall see. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I know he's got a lot of uh, community activist supporters. Yes, 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 yes. So follow him on Twitter, guys, to learn more about his platform. I actually have his Twitter handle. It's Langford4DA. Easy enough. Yeah. Earlier when we were talking about it, we were getting uh, the name slightly confused with Robert Langdon, who is Dan Brown's character in the uh, many of his novels. Mm -hmm. Um, Also professorial, but not running for DA in Clark County. Not in Clark County. Not in Clark County. No, no, no. No. But if Tom Hanks were to come in and run for DA, then I'm sure anyone would would have to be uh, challenged with that if Tom Hanks came in and was like, I'm running. That's an interesting, yeah. It's, just, it's Tom Hanks. As Langdon. As, as Langdon, of course. Yeah, right? of course, of course. So keeping on with with elections, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've got primary season um, is upon us. Yep. Early voting in Clark County is May 26th through June 8th, with the actual primary election being on the 12th of June. So mm-hmm. it's coming up. Um, so if you are, you got to check, make sure you're registered. And uh, in Nevada, you have to be registered with either the Republican or Democratic Party in order to vote in either of those primaries. Mm-hmm. So if you're not registered as one of those parties but want to vote, make sure you register in one of those parties. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a good reminder of that the, today from my friends in here that exactly. I needed to to sign myself a party so I can vote in the primary. Right, and we were all preoccupied. None of us are going to be here uh, right. for the the day of the election so well, we'll be, i will be you will you will not oh no i won't yeah. okay all i right, get I back on weird. june 3rd but i so i will oh, i true. will may i will barely be able to early vote okay yes yeah 
barely. So cast your vote. Um, it's disappointing the amount of people that turn out yeah. for primary elections. It's between 20 to 30 percent. So this is a challenge for both parties, really, yeah. is how to generate excitement around these type of elections. Um, put forth more creative and diverse and interesting candidates, no? Right. No, and this is, I mean, we know that uh, 2018 is going to be a big year. So uh, the, whoever wins the primaries are going to be the ones that are going to be representing whomever your party or are going to be the ones that are going to be rep- potentially representing our state. So it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. So party, a lot of times people think primaries don't matter, but they do. Um, you know, specifically one that I'm really interested in, although I don't live in this district, but Congressional District 4 here in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's uh, currently the incumbent, uh, Ruben Kuhn, is not running for re-election due to a variety of scandals that he pretty much wasn't held accountable for, but we'll not go into that today. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are, uh, on the Democratic side, there are four candidates that are kind of the main candidates. There are more. There's, I think there's seven total who have who have been running, but there's four that kind of have a a history in the community. So one of them is Stephen Horsford, who actually held the seat um, previously, uh, pre- before Crescent Hardy, who had it before Kewen had it. So mm-hmm. um, so Horsford is running again. He has, uh, my understanding, he spent much of the last few years since he was he left office in Washington, D.C., um, as a lobbyist, as many do. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is now back in Nevada. Um, I did find it interesting, his, his slogan on his uh, billboards or his advertisement or for it says for all of us which is very similar to randy bryce aka iron stash from wisconsin uh-huh. yeah. um so that is that is interesting um definitely check out uh, if you live in if you live in congressional district four you got to really pay attention because all these candidates kind of represent something different mm-hmm. then we have pat spearman who has been in the nevada state assembly and legislator for a while right she is also openly a member of the lgbtq community mm-hmm. um so she is running as well um i think she's shown uh, her passion for nevada over the years yeah. um then we have allison stevens who actually sits on the nevada um the higher education board the nevada system of higher education board so an education activist um, mm-hmm. has, again, been around for, for a while. Um, and then the other kind of big candidate um, is the, uh, the Bernie Kratt or the Our Democracy candidate, who is Amy uh, Valeala. I don't know how to pronounce her name exactly right. I'm sorry if you hear this and I butchered your name. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's kind of the, the, the Bernie Kratt, the, the people's candidate, was really involved in the, the election prior to 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, so and has been a voice on social media, at least that I've been following for a while. Um, oh, yeah. Just because she's been so active. Um, so it's going to be really interesting. I think Horsford uh, definitely has the name and perhaps the money. Um, but, uh, I mean, he did lose the seat uh, before. So I think that's a that's that should always come into play for my mind as a, as a political science nerd. Mm-hmm. The fact that he lost the seat before um, should be of concern to the people that are voting for him, despite the fact that the Democrats do have an edge in that district. And then in the Republican race, the top candidate is Crescent Hardy, who was in the seat before Reuben Kewen. So that's also interesting. So uh, the primary could actually be between two, or the general election could be between the two people who previously held the seat, which I think is also really unique Mm -hmm. if it goes that way. So anyway, if you live in CD4, definitely pay attention. This is a big race. Um, And the Democratic candidates are are all different. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, you should definitely check out to see kind of where your priorities lie and and which candidate best best aligns with that. Um, And uh, it's going to be, it'll definitely be a tough general election race too. Yep. <laughs> That's all I can say about that. Um, I We've just, been talking about the general election a lot personally here. so it's, Yes, yes. It wears us out some days. 
It does indeed. Um, just was it yesterday or just recently, right? The uh, state teachers union. Um, yeah. Backed uh, Chris G. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's that discrepancy because the Clark County Union has backed um, Sislak. Yeah, indeed, yeah. indeed. I hear some grumblings from our teachers here in the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris G. used to be the uh, the president, right, of the Clark County Education Association, or was she? She was involved in it, I believe. I just don't remember. We'll get our we'll get our research assist, assistant Ashley over here. To yeah, get she's us a, on it. The fact checker is going to check some facts. Yeah. We'll get back to you on that. That blah 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 kind of sounded like our president calling into Fox and Friends <laughs> and going off on a rant. Yeah. An idiot. All right. So 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 coming up. Yep. Um, what we got? Uh, I know we've got we've just got a couple of things we're really excited about. Um, on May fifth. From 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. at the Clark County Government Center, we have the Indian Food and Cultural Festival, mm-hmm. um, which uh, our our uh, esteemed colleagues Jose and Ashley have been to multiple times, and they have talked about how it's amazing and it has grown every year. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited. I've never been before, but I love Indian food, it and tasty. I I do enjoy uh, kind of the the Bollywood. Um, you know performances and stuff so I hear there's going to be a lot of that mm-hmm. uh, so so definitely definitely uh, if you're into that sort of thing check it out Clark County Government Center I wonder if there's Saturday going to the be a film component component to it there should be like a Bollywood film festival here there really should there may be because the uh, I don't know because the the movie theater on Sahara and Fort Apache shows a lot of Bollywood movies and I wouldn't be surprised if they've had some sort of mini Bollywood festival so. They do, but I'm I I I kind of in tune to the whole film festival scene here, and okay. to my knowledge, no, but we'll see. Um, you have a quick quick update sure. on our our facts. So Chris G served as the president of the Clark County Education Education Association from 1983 through 1987, and huh. then was president of the Nevada State Education Association from 1987 through 1991. So she led both organizations. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you, Ashley. Well, major <laughs> major endorsement. Yeah. Uh-huh. So what are you looking forward to? What, uh, what other events are you looking forward to? Well, um, in June, that's still a ways away, but um, the Las Vegas Film Festival is going to oh, take yes. place. It is, I think, like the 14th year or something like that that they, held, that they hold it. Am I making this up? No, so it used to be, I'm sorry, listeners, it used yes. to be uh, Cine Vegas, and then a couple of years ago, it became the Las Vegas Film Festival. And it usually takes place downtown at the Inspired Theater, and it's a bunch of... Uh, it's a great opportunity for local filmmakers to submit their stuff and to show it to a wider range of audiences. Oh, In the cool. past, a couple of the local film production companies have paired up with like really impressive uh, A-list celebrities. Um, was it Dakota Fanning or her sister Elle Fanning? One of the Fannings. Um, one of the Fannings was in a film a couple years ago. This year, they're going to be showing a film with Maya Wasikowska. Um, so really, oh, Michael Shannon a couple years ago was in a film and they filmed it downtown at the El Cortez and, um, a bunch of places downtown. So that, that's a, that's a fun thing. I'm not going to be in town for it, unfortunately. Usually I volunteer at it. Um, this year I won't, but y'all should check it out. Terrible. I know. 11th annual. So Allison's just making stuff up, guys. Well, it's not unusual. It's not unusual. My mom told me to cut that out too. So also this uh, on May fifth we have the our local soccer organization football mm-hmm. club Las Vegas Lights playing uh, eight p.m. at Cashman downtown. 
gone. Exactly. Uh, I know that this. They've they've had a rocky start. They haven't had as many wins as say our our uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights. But mm-hmm. we can only hope that the that soccer will will continue to sweep Las Vegas um, and uh, go yeah. lights. Yeah, Definitely. yeah, yeah, go lights. Go lights. Mm-hmm. And there is a Zappos uh, pregame party with three dollar beers from five thirty to eight mm. at Cashman. So. Um, definitely if you drink beer, which we do, um, it's probably a good idea to go early if you're going to go to that game so you can get $3 beers. I remember Zappos a couple years ago used to do tailgating before the 51s games. They were free, dude. Just point, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Was the beer free? Yeah. Oh. Free beer and food and games, man. Like three, a good three hours before the game. Like that's very generous. All I can say is, you know, Jeff Bezos has had a rough go of it. Maybe he's cut back on allowing Zappos to give some of these freebies. I don't know. I forgot that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But, I mean, hey, $3 beer is better than $6 beer. Sure, sure, sure. Well, I think it's like $12 for like a freaking Miller really Lite. Cashman. Cashman's inex- it's relatively inexpensive. Is it for the people, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Well, <laughs> some of us will be in attendance for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, another thing that I'm particularly excited about, we know I'm a music nerd on mm-hmm. uh, May 10th at the downtown Las Vegas Event Center, mm-hmm. which is kind of behind the Golden Nugget. It's outside. Old parking lot. Um, we have uh, one of the local radio stations is having their annual Our Big concert. Mm-hmm. Um, the headliner is AWOL Nation, who I'm, they're fine. They're they're mm-hmm. okay for me. Uh, but two of the other bands that they're having, Judah and the Lion, and then Manchester Orchestra. Um, Judah and the Lion was here not too long ago. Um, I didn't get to see them when they were here. But I think this may be the first time that Manchester Orchestra is playing here, if not the first time in a really long time. Mm-hmm. They had my favorite record of all of 2017. It's called Black Mile to the Surface. Oh, so good. So good. Cool. And despite their name, they are from Georgia. They're not from Manchester. Mm-hmm. Or at least the Manchester in, in England. In they England, from yeah. Hey, you yeah. can call yourself whatever. Right. And not yeah. the country Georgia, the state. Uh-huh. Right. Just to be clear. Right. So we know we have international listeners. The state in the United States called Georgia. Yes. Yeah. Pronounced Georgia, not George. Well, I was going to make a Prague, Pragu, a... Cohen joke, but boom, boom. Mm-hmm. All right, so we should talk about some of the uh, national issues now. Sure, sure, sure. All right. Uh, what do you? What's on? What's on your mind right now? Well, before we started, we were talking about um, the meeting, right, between uh, Kim Jong Un, yeah. North Korea, and President uh, Moon Jae In yes. of South Korea. So, uh, what do you make of all this? I mean, it's interesting. I think. Uh, I think we've. It's an interesting time. I know that um, you know, depending on what you read here in the U.S., there's 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 people that are either you know saying that um, Trump is the sole responsibility for this, mm-hmm. um, or that he has nothing to do with this. Yeah. Um, you know, I I not not knowing all the intricacies of foreign policy, I'm not willing to to say that either camp is correct. I think probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know that when. Uh, Jayan was was elected. Um, he was elected after the previous president, who kind of had a history of corruption, um, whose father was actually the last dictator of South mm. Korea, mm-hmm. um, kind of the last autocrat of South Korea. After she was removed from office, he was elected, kind of in this new this new spirit of kind of openness mm-hmm. um, in Korea, and he was very much supported by by young young South Koreans um, as well as you know folks who kind of wanted. Uh, he promised to bring back the sunshine policy. Um, which was the way that they the the name of the policy that 
when Korea used to, how they would treat North Korea previously. And it was more of kind of an easy way to describe it as like positive affirmation and positive reinforcement Mm -hmm. and not negative reinforcement towards Korea. So trying to, towards North Korea. Yeah. So really trying to be more open and, and offer them things in hope that they will come to the understanding that, that peace is the best, the best route. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think that that has a lot to do with it. I think that, I think that, um, the new president has, has, has done really well. Um, I know I saw this morning that it was funny. He was on the cover of Time magazine in May of 2017, um, and that was part of, like, the cover story was about his desire for peace with North Korea. Right. So this has been, I mean, it's not a it's not a short-term thing. It's not, Mike Pompeo is not responsible for this. This has been something that, um, you know, that the Korean Peninsula has been hoping for and working for for a while. Mm-hmm. So I think that's I think that's the thing that's to be noted. Not to say that Trump and his his administration doesn't have anything to do with it, mm-hmm. but I don't think they can take sole responsibility. Obviously, they're not they were not Korea. No. So the the whole uh, Trump uh, just a couple of days ago he was at a rally and um, the crowd started chanting Nobel Nobel and it reminded me of an episode of the show Veep I don't know if anybody <laughs> here watches that with Julia Louis Dreyfus and her character she was the vice president and later became president and she wanted her legacy to be peace in the Middle East and it's kind of like her character kind of um, you know facilitates it then somewhat some other characters come along and they end up um, uh, establishing peace in the Middle East, but she wanted a Nobel Peace Prize. It was kind of like these random ass people just stumbling into it. So I think, uh, you know, it, just things are happening, right? right? And but this person cannot take credit for it. No, no. And I think the wild card really is going to be China. Is how China is going to react to this because they are yeah. strongly invested in North Korea mm-hmm. and uh, perhaps keeping North Korea on quote unquote their side. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that'll be that'll be really interesting and. And as, um, you know, my, my, my sister-in-law, whose family is Korean, encouraged me to think about was that this has happened before, mm-hmm. where the presidents of both countries have met, and nothing has happened. So, um, which, I mean, that's that happens all the time. So, we'll, you know, time will tell how yeah. this goes. Yeah. Well, there's um, there's going to be a meeting coming up, right, between King uh, Kim Jong-un and President Trump. So, right. we'll see what this person, um, you know, how that goes down. Yeah. If his if Macron's visit to the U.S. is any indication, I hope he doesn't use those tactics with him. I mean, this is a person that yeah, yeah. I mean, he literally um, murders people with. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he murders, murders his family, family. probably yeah. with a smile. To be honest. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh God. Yeah, that would be. Hopefully, he does not pick dandruff off of Kim Jong Un's suit. That would be really highly inappropriate. Yes, it would. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're down for that. No, although we'll see because we know we know how the president feels about bowing too. So how does he feel? Well, he got very angry when Obama bowed lower than the uh, the Japanese president. Oh, this I didn't was hear when, about that. When Obama was president, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, he was very offended because we should we as the United States should not be bowing to any other country. Hmm. And Obama had made the decision to you know, while in Japan to bow lower to the Japanese president. The Hashtag more of the, the country that he was in, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. For sure. I don't know. Yeah. Well the other the other the other thing I think that uh you know that is interesting um is uh you know we've when we talk about it a lot here is mm-hmm. uh, using using your platform for good. Yeah. Um you know we we are 
we are not celebrities. We we but we do use our platforms for how we think good in the world. Um, most recently, if you are familiar with Twitter or entertainment, you may have heard of a certain individual who is um, who's using his platform for some really interesting things mm-hmm. um, and maybe uh, getting a little uh, strange. People have claimed mental health issues. People have claimed attention seeking. Um, we're you, not mentioning his name because no. because he doesn't deserve any more attention. Um, and you shouldn't but, conflate mental illness with, uh, I mean, there's plenty no. of people out there that are uh, mentally ill and, you know, didn't support him. So Right. Um, well, and I think that's that's also saying, like, I think the mental illness defense is a really terrible thing. I think it's, he's an entertainer and he wants money. I don't and really, money and, Yeah, I mean, he wants money. Other than that, I don't know what else. Yeah, publicity. He's just. He has a new album coming out, so that's, yeah. that's what he wants. But. I think there's people that do use their platform in really effective and, and, and good ways, and there are people that maybe don't. I know that I was really impressed with the way that, that uh, singer John Legend replied and responded to this person who he considers a friend, and he mm-hmm. basically called him out and said, Yeah, I was this happy is some to bullshit. read that. I mean, that's my, that's my uh, interpretation, um, and I really appreciate that because John Legend is, is quite popular. I do believe his wife has more f- social media followers than he does, but mm-hmm. um, I think it was really great that he was using his platform to, to kind of you know, tell this person about, um, you know, inform them a little bit about the struggles of, of their people, the African-American people, and, and how he's he's not really working towards that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've talked about that, right, in the past, yeah. about um, there are certain celebrities out there that have major platforms that are headlining concerts, have on ex-presidents music that... Music festivals. Yeah. Maybe or, a couple weeks ago, yeah. California. Mm-hmm, to name one of them. Then yeah. there's people that have their own talk shows and have on ex-presidents who, you know waterboarded people in jail etc and now you have them on and you're dancing and talking about their dog drawings or whatever and I don't know they have so many followers and Mm -hmm. they're really missing an opportunity and since when did you know mobilizing people to get out and vote when did that become political like they're not they're not putting anything on the line by saying get out there and freaking vote so we're upset about those people right um there was an episode our first episode was it, or the second one titled Oprah, Oprah 2020? Yeah. That's another person. We're get, we're naming names, guys. I was referring to Ellen and Oprah and Beyonce. Right. Yeah. And so you and I were two white people, um, a right. Mexican white girl and a white guy, but um, we're we're in a situation of privilege. Yeah. But we're trying to use this platform. Um, we don't have as much to lose as other people would necessarily, right. but you know, we're trying to come out here. We have these opinions and we want to mobilize people to, you know, speak truth to, speak truth to, to power. power. Yeah. yeah. I was stumbling it's there. Definitely what we're here for. And, you know, I mean, I am, I am not a millionaire or a billionaire or anything like that, but I, I can't imagine like you wouldn't be able to, you wouldn't lose that much. I mean, you may be, you may lose future income. But you're clearly not going to lose any past income if you take a stand. Mm-hmm. Even if it is a political stand, you're not going to lose, like, again, maybe future income. But if you played your, you know, your, you've been smart and you've been made investments and, like, that sort of thing, which I'm pretty sure most, I mean, most if not all of these people have done that. I mean, mm-hmm. if they have multiple companies and clothing lines, et cetera. I mean, Ellen has a clothing line for pets. So, I mean, like, she has plenty of investments out there that she could take a stand and maybe lose some future earnings. But definitely not sacrifice her standard of living well and be able to sleep at night right, right. i mean yeah. you know up to a quien, right yeah. um ugh, when i get angry talking spanish yeah. but anyway they could be doing much more definitely. is our point yeah so kudos to those that called this person right. out 
Um, yeah. Yeah. John Legend, Chance the Rapper, J. Cole. Way to go, guys. Mm-hmm. We applaud you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Snoop, Snoop Dogg did? I didn't know about Snoop Dogg. Now that's even more exciting. Cool. Way to well, go, guys. Yeah, and the, I mean, you have people that lose their um, their sports contracts, right? You know, you have Kaepernick, yeah. who did, you know, right. that, 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 that just pisses me off, yeah. to be honest. You know, he put everything on the line, and then this other motherfucker is wearing the MAGA hat. Yeah. Yeah, in a peaceful way. Yeah, and he put everything on the line to this moment. He still has not been picked up, or is that no. what you say? You yeah, picked he's up still, by a... still teamless. Yeah, so if Kaepernick can do that, why can't other why can't other celebrities do it? And and before we end this, I'm just gonna say, Colin Kaepernick, if you're out there listening, um, move back to Nevada and uh, back run. He played for, he played for University of Nevada football team. What? Move back. <laughs> move back to Nevada. <laughs> And Did you guys know this? I will. Why I didn't will, people tell me? There's certain things that these guys don't tell me, and they keep me in the dark. What? Well, okay, I'm I, <laughs> Mr. Kaepernick. I will quit my job if you come back and run it for Senate as an independent. Please, I will. Colin. I will. I will gladly quit my job and and work work tirelessly to get you elected as the next senator from the Ooh, state of Nevada. Some grass right, yeah. grassroots organizers. I mean, that right would be that house. would be incredible. But yeah, he is. He Whoa, is. My he mind is, is a, blown. He is a former Nevadan. So. You said Reno. You yeah. He played for okay. he played for the Wolfpack. He was a football. He was wolves again. Not, we're all it's all coming uh, back to the wolves. It does. Uh, I think he was one of the like the I don't know how many records he held. I know when he was playing, he was one of the best quarterbacks that that the Wolfpack ever had. Wow. So yeah. Nobody talks about that. <laughs> No. <laughs> I, I guess right. just me. Okay. Well, well, with that, this has been Wild and Free, a Battleborn podcast. I'm Jacob. I'm like, I'm, hold on, I'm, hold on, because I'm like, I'm like Trump on Fox and Friends, where he's like, I don't think a lot of your listeners know, but Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, and what? it's kind of like he just found out the rest of the country knew, you know, Bush and. Trump, they just found this right. shit out, but the rest of the world, we already knew that. My mind is blown, guys. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. The more you know. Sports. Ding, Sports ding, ball. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Who are you? I'm Allison Yanez. And Allison, who do we have with us today? We have our producer, Jose Sotelo. And we have our fact check and research assistants by <laughs> Ashley Pacheco. <laughs> <laughs> and creative assistance by Berta Gutierrez. And of course, the dog in the den of descent somewhere down there is Raven. Pretty Raven. She was disappointed I brought hipster pastries today. Yeah, last time you brought pastries, they were conchas, and she had more than anybody. Shout out to Cardenas Supermarket. Boom, boom. Thanks for tuning in, guys. <laughs> <laughs>